Hello. Yeller. <laughs> it's your girls, Morgan. And Hannah. From Spill the Milk. Um, <laughs> and we are so glad to be here on this beautiful Wisconsin night on Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. It was Memorial Day yesterday. It's so. like a Monday, but it's really a Tuesday. So, yeah, make sure we um, are paying respect to those um, that died and served. And served. Yep. So, um, thank yeah, you. Memorial Day. Thank you. Um, so, before we get started, we wanted to kind of shout out some people because yeah. we now have some geographic location data and it's crazy. Yeah, um, we have all kinds of. Uh, what's it called? An- analytics. Analytics. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I tried to sound smart. So our biggest clearly is from good old Wisconsin. Um, we have about fifty-five percent of our listeners from there, which shocks me. Also, that it's not higher. I would have thought it would be me too. Way I higher. thought it was going to be like ninety-nine point nine percent Wisconsin, but. Now we got fans all over the place. I gotta say, my favorite's Missouri. St. Louis. I don't know one person from maybe I do. Sorry if I know you. (laughs) Oops. See, my my shout out is to Lexi, one of my besties, moved out to New York. So she's she's a huge chunk of our listeners. That probably makes it sound stupid that one person is a chunk. She's a good five (laughs) percent. She's a she's a good five percent. (laughs) Whoopsies, <laughs> don't tell anyone we said that. No, but honestly, Illinois, 24%. Minnesota, 6 We have people all over the place. This is, I'm surprised we have someone from Italy listening. Yeah, what? I know someone from Italy, but I was told they're not in Italy anymore. So the person oh. I thought it was, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, lots of random, random states I didn't see coming. So... Much appreciated. Um, and all of the people that use iPhones, I love you. And everybody who is using um, not iPhones, a.k.a. Androids. If you click devices, God bless. Oh, let's look. It's like a baby oh, percent. <laughs> okay, so iPhones are 57. And <laughs> Androids are 26. Stupid. No, it's not stupid. It's great. Dumb. It's great. It's dumb great. Idiots. Anyways, let's get to it. So today's topic is... DB Koopa, um, which I love to say German. That does, that's not a German <laughs> it accent. It sounds though. German. It sounds German. Okay, um, so I'm gonna get started on it. This I've been like totally into this case for quite some time now. My brother showed it to me, and we watched it on some YouTube video. I can't remember the guy's name, and I feel really bad right now because he was awesome, um, and really broke it down. So it is a Morgan sponsored episode and we got Hannah on the commentary. So I'll try to keep it like fluffy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to get into it here. Okay. So on November 24th, 1971, a Dan Cooper um, used cash to buy a one way Northwest airline ticket. I have heard this. Oh, oh my God. Here we go. I I have heard this one. Oh, big fan. So he was going to go to Seattle, Washington from Portland, Oregon. And the flight was flight number 305. Okay. Mm-hmm. So DB Koopa was described. Are you going to say it like I that probably every time? will. I probably will. I'll try to be Wisconsin. DB Cooper <laughs> was described to be in his <laughs> mid 40s. 
Um, he was wearing a business suit. He had a black tie and a white shirt. Um, he was rather quiet and even ordered a bourbon and soda when he got on the plane. So before the plane took off, he was just casually drinking a bourbon and soda. In a suit? On a plane? In a suit. He's a fancy, on a plane. Uh, he's a fancy guy. It doesn't seem all that casual. You don't think that's casual? Bourbon in a suit? Bourbon and soda in a suit. Yeah. No. Like maybe he's a business guy. I don't know. I guess though, if you're going from Portland to Seattle, like that's not that far of a flight. It's not but, also, but that just too much. If you're wearing anything more than jeans on a plane, you're nuts. Well, this is the seventies. So maybe that, well, I don't know. I guess that's, I don't know. Would you think it'd be more casual? Who knows, man? I go looking like a total scrub when I go exactly. to the airport. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're wearing anything more than jeans, you're dressing, you're trying too know. hard. He's a, he's a businessman. Now Morgan's famous. Oh, I'm got famous. A I got a text. Ooh. Before you missed it, we had to cut it out. Oh. I got a Snapchat and I was all famous. She but... was, she was. But I mean, it's cut it out so I could be famous. No, I'm just kidding. It's from my cousin, so it's, it's mine. <laughs> it is something. <laughs> anyway, so right around 3 p.m., the plane had already been in flight. And D.B. Cooper handed a flight attendant a note that in the long like term of things he she was sitting down when he handed the note but he basically said like are you gonna open the note like you better and she was like oh crap like she's all like why did you want me to sit next to you wait, and, wait, wait. this is a flight attendant yeah he why was like she sit down she was like he was like sit down next to me oh, um and so she did well i've i've heard it two different ways i've heard it she sat down before she knew there was a bomb that he had and I've heard it that he said, I have a bomb. Sit down next to me. Here's a note. I don't know. Either way, hands her a note. Never mind. Hands her a note that says, I have a bomb in my briefcase. Um, so she's like, oh, crap. Like, I'm going to do whatever this guy says. Either way, she's in the seat. She's going to do whatever the guy says, right? Not only that, but he's like, oh, just in case you don't believe me, let me open my my, uh, what, what are those called? Not a suit. Well, I put a briefcase. A briefcase. Why did I put suitcase? <laughs> well, he, he's really packing. He literally <laughs> went up to the overhead storage, Take a opened seat. a suitcase and said, listen, sweetheart, I have a bomb in here. Let me just show it <laughs> off to everyone. Everyone have a bomb. Thank look you. At, look at this. Thank you. A bomb. Anyways, no, it was a briefcase and he opened it and was like, yeah, check this out. So it had red color sticks in it. They, everybody said sticks. So I was like, Sticks. Did he like, make this himself? Was this like <laughs> a sparkler? Yeah, seriously, a sparkler. I mean, granted, I wouldn't light a sparkler, <laughs> oh, a sparkler on a plane. I don't think that's a good idea either. Okay, well, here's the thing: there was what? wiring attached to them, so they were thick enough to look like a bomb. But okay, I, don't know. I guess they didn't have all the TV shows showing all the bombs back <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. So after this, he said to the flight attendant, "Listen, I'm going to need you to write down everything I'm about to say to you." Um, is this a test? And you're going to deliver it to the pilot. Also, oh, it is a test. Oh, yeah. I guess <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Also, like, I was thinking, what are the odds that nobody was sitting next to him? Do you think this was like a big plane where it was like three chunks of three seats? Or is it like a tiny little puddle jumper where it's like there's two seats and then an aisle and two little seats. And then you're like right on top of each other all the time. See, I don't know. I should have looked that up. I don't know. It's I, I feel like if you're going from Portland to Oregon. It's got to be small. Portland to Seattle. It's got to be a little tiny plane. That's what I was thinking. It was probably a baby. So either way, 
And yeah, honestly, who's going on that flight? But also who, like someone else would have had to hear that. Planes are not spaced out very nice. Well, I think he tried to keep it cool, calm, and collected, but I'm sure other yeah, people Yeah, but if you hear a bomb while you're sitting on a plane, well, uh, I'm not going to be cool, calm, and collected. Is that because we've lived through certain things? Because this was the 70s. I guess that's before like yeah. 9-11 and, and like all that stuff. But still. Yeah. Well, like, there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah, that is true. I'm terrified of planes to begin with. So anyways, after this, he's like, write down everything I'm saying. And he, this is what he told her to write. I want $200,000 by 5 p.m. Whoa. In cash, put in a knapsack. I, was- I want two parachutes, two, okay, so two back parachutes and two front parachutes. And when we land, I want a fuel truck ready to refuel. And <laughs> this is my favorite part. No funny stuff or I will do the job. Oh. Also, he said he wanted the money in 20s practical why i don't know probably because no one's gonna trace a 20 but if you whip out a stack of hundreds i'll tell you what whoa where'd you get that um they're smarter than i think you are giving them credit for you hold up so once wait wait, wait. can i say something Uh, of course i was gonna say um on my favorite murder when they talk about two hundred thousand dollars in the 70s they always guess at how much it would be in today's oh, money oh god and they're like that's one billion dollars in today's money one billion dollars <laughs> it probably honestly is like it's probably at like least five hundred thousand. Oh, i was thinking like seven fifty thousand. you think well i guess i mean you could buy candy for like inflation three cents. in the 70s you could not yes you could we'll look that up later i'll, I'm, I'm I'll bet you, you a dollar on the break in the middle here, I'll, I guarantee my I will parents bet could, you my parents could go to the grocery store and get stuff for twenty five cents for a quarter. I can do that at Woodman's today. False. What are you buying for a quarter? I'll tell you right now. You can go to Woodman's and get like single little candies. You get three of them for a quarter. And for all you that don't know Woodman's, you're missing out. Okay, I don't know anywhere where you can go get something for a quarter. I'll take you there. So, anyways, um. Basically, they landed, and he exchanged the pa- – I loved this. He exchanged the passengers for the money in the parachutes. <laughs> oh, that was so kind of him. I know. He's so nice. Um, so <laughs> then he's like, listen, we're going to go to Mexico City, okay? Um, so get me there, okay? So, But I also need you to stay below 10,000 feet. Is he like Sierra Heights or something? Kind of picked the wrong place to – Oh, I'll tell you. So – Halfway through the flight, this motherfucker puts on a pair of sunglasses with dark, like dark sunglasses with dark rims. So he's looking. No one's going to know who he is. He just don't looked out be a suspicious. Bomb. Don't be suspicious. Don't be the- <laughs> Honestly, could you well, imagine? He seems kind of sus. He's literally like, and I'm going to put these on. <laughs> Nobody's Listen gonna here, bitch. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you fooling? It's you, the pilot, and a f- two flight attendants. Wait, where'd all the people go? He let them go, and they retook off. They refueled the plane. He said, you're taking me to Mexico City, so it's just him and the flight oh, attendants. Oh, I missed the part where they let Sorry, the I didn't. No, I told remember you said how generous. <laughs> oh, I thought he was just talking about doing it. No, I didn't he, did he it. actually he did. He did it. So they're on this plane, right? He gets his money, whatever. They finally, halfway through the flight, he's doing that. A little after 8 p.m., so I don't know when he got this money because I'm thinking I'll just keep going. But so a little after 8 p.m. and somewhere between. Where are you going to get 
spend money like that? All the banks are closed at 5 p.m. Well, I'm sure they have some in their um, airport. You can't $200, tell $200,000 in 20s? Maybe. I don't know. You're going to do what this guy tells you. He's got a bomb. You blow up the plane. I guess they don't give a shit if the bank is closed. They're going to go. Yeah, they're like, give me the $200,000. They're going to rob the bank to save the people. Yeah, exactly. We're all going to jail. So a little after 8 p.m. and somewhere in between Seattle where they took off in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. I felt like I said that word. Koopa jumped off the plane. (laughs) I love saying it that way. Jumped out of the plane with two parachutes and the money. Why two parachutes? Oh, wait, did he put the parachute on the money? I don't know. They actually didn't say. They just said he took two of the parachutes and he took the money. And he just jumped halfway through. That's why he wanted to stay below 10,000 feet. Oh, so he could jump. So he could jump. So get this, though, before he jumped, which I kind of get why he did it. He took his black JC... J.C. Penny. Oh, we used to have one of those in Marinette, and then it went bankrupt, and then our mall. This is why he's robbing this airplane for pennies. No, for a better tie than a J.C. Penny's tie. I I like pennies. I never go to pennies. It was sad when our pennies went away. I couldn't even tell you what one looked like. (gasps) I know. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) No, seriously, I couldn't. Rude. But anyways, so he took off his black (laughs) J.C. Penny clip-on tie. Oh. See, this is what I'm saying about oh. this guy. This is what I'm saying about this guy. And and then he jumped. But okay, apparently he left evidence on the tie, but I, one, I didn't look deep enough and I should have, but there was like a speck of something. So I don't know if he like ate and he left it upon himself. and spit. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's like, oh, I'm nervous. I got to jump out of this. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just a little barf and then try yeah. to swallow it. Yeah. It didn't work. So honestly, though, <laughs> pisses me off a little bit because they have his evidence and nowhere have I seen that they've used it. Or they have his DNA. They have his DNA. And they're just like, wait, what what kind of evidence though? It was like a speck of some crap on his tie. I don't know. A speck? That they could get like something on it. I don't know. It's the 70s. I'm just kind of sketched out that he's wearing a clip on tie. How old did you say he was in his 40s? He's mid 40s. Yeah. Well, he's said to be mid 40s. I'm in my low 20s and I'm a female and I've known how to tie a man's tie since I was probably like 15. Well, aren't you just darling? Well, I'm saying what kind of a 40, 40 I don't know. year old man doesn't know how Especially to do Especially when he was like growing up in the 50s and the 60s. I like as like mid age, like not mid age, but you know what I'm saying. Mid age. Like 20s and 30s. Maybe a clip on tie was easiest because he's like, I'm going to jump out of this plane. So bloop, bop. Check out this motherfucker. So... <laughs> this shit comes off actually just this. like this easy on easy ah, off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it whoops so that's kind of the series of events that took place okay so basically the fbi took over the case and they called it norjack which stands for northwest hijacking okay so i don't i don't know who created that but it's not great Anyways, so the charges that were going to be pressed against Cooper during this whole time, right, or originally were going to be air piracy. But the interesting fact about that is there was a five-year statute of limitations, um, and that just wasn't going to work because, as you'll see later down um, as we talk, they weren't having a lot of luck finding the guy. So they are like, yeah, it's been five years, and we'd still like to charge this mofo so So we're gonna have to change what we're looking at yep so basically what they did then was say well then actually cooper violated the hobbs act 
So the Hobbs Act is a federal statute designed to prevent extortion and has no statute of limitation. Isn't Hobbs like... Uh... I think of Elf. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking The Rock. Isn't there a movie that he's in? Oh, I don't know. Hobbs and something or another? Oh, maybe. I think I it's like know. a fast... It's not a Fast and Furious. No, I don't think so. No. I think those are all called Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, sure. Never I seen I don't it. think he's Hobbs. I think he's Shaw. Maybe I... I'm wrong. Don't watch a lot of movies, and it's I like The Rock. Brutals. Oh, okay. I'm gonna buy his tequila. She I think. likes The Rock. I'm gonna buy his tequila. <laughs> oh, you tequila. do it. You do it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, they're looking for this guy. The plane was searched for evidence, and even the twenty dollar bills throughout the area were searched because the FBI released the serial number of the Whoa. bills. They are just the fanciest. Oh, so what did I say before? Well, I'm glad the FBI can do some some, some digging here. This is like the finest work. work I've ever seen. I don't know about that. I was okay. being kind of sarcastic. Okay. Well, I mean, I thought that was kind of impressive <laughs> that they thought to get the serial numbers. Well, I was just kind of thinking that's that's probably the easiest thing you could do. Oh, really? I don't know. I guess like if I would have given him the money, I wouldn't have been like, get the serial numbers. Well, they probably had to take it from the bank. The oh, one maybe. they robbed, yeah. the, the bank they robbed, they probably uh, checked that yeah. all out. I mean, crime of a century. <laughs> so in 1972, <laughs> multiple letters were actually sent to the FBI, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Los Angeles Times, and the Seattle Times. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at how you spelled Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, please. I'm a bad speller. <laughs> Bring it on. Los oh, Angeles man. Times. <laughs> That's how we see it up here. I think that says angels. Los angels. It does say Los angels. <laughs> I was typing fast. Wait, is that how you spell it? No, I was typing fast. This is when you walked in. How do you actually spell Los Angeles? No, I don't know. No, I don't LA. Know. It's LA. 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 For all my Nick Kroll show people. Okay, nobody except me probably watches that out of our listeners. Sorry. So, sorry for that. Anyways, so the letters... Either said um, somebody was confessing, like a guy, uh, a guy, because it's a guy, was confessing to the crime. Didn't they say that they thought it was a girl for a while? I didn't see that anywhere. Maybe I'm uh, thinking of a different story. So it, they were either confessing. Uh, there was eulogies to a deceased D.B. Cooper mm. um, or claiming to be like the brother of D.B. Cooper. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. Every time you say D.B. Cooper, I think of Sheldon Cooper. I'm like, uh, wouldn't you think he'd be smarter than that if he was related yeah, to I Sheldon Cooper? I never watched Cooper? that show, but I mean. Oh, my parents loved that show. I mean, this guy, I mean, I'm going to tell you guys some facts, not to spoil it, but he's never been caught. So. I knew that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, interesting enough, though, in 1972, a Donald Sylvester Murphy and a William John Lewis were taken into custody for impersonating. I know I didn't spell that right either, but I knew what I was saying. Um, impersonating Cooper and actually selling selling his story to the tabloids. Um, why would you want to like come out and confess? Like, hey, I just got on a plane with a bomb and I made two hundred thousand dollars. Right. Like, you're a flipping moron. Why would you not stay a little low key? Right. Flipping idiot. Like, hey, um, arrest me is basically what you're saying. Yeah, and you didn't even do it. Like, you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. And actually, one of the, and we'll post the sources in the notes, but in one of the sources I watched, they were joking about how they were like, and it made me laugh. 
That's like saying you're the Zodiac killer and being like, I'm the Zodiac killer. You want to hear all about my, like, what? you know what I'm saying? It's no, it's stupid. so true. Like, why would you do that? Like, hey, I just got away with the crime of the century. You want to yeah. take my picture? People Write do about me in the paper. Anything about money or anything about anything for money. He just got $200,000. We said that's a billion dollars in today's money. Agreed. Agreed. It's not really A like billion. That. We'll come back with the real money. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So the physical description given by the flight attendants, because there was two flight attendants that stayed on with D.B. Cooper and the pilot. Um, they were almost exactly the same because they spent a lot of time with him on the plane. So they said he was either five foot ten or six foot between there. 170 pounds to 180 pounds. Mid 40s and had brown eyes. Okay. His voice was low. So he had a lower voice like moi. Um, and he didn't really have an accent, so he was kind of like a, I don't know, I feel like everybody has an accent, but maybe not. Um, he was just a normal guy. I don't think I have an accent. Well, we, of course we don't think we have an accent. I know we do. Uh, but he also had a very intelligent vocabulary, so while he talked, he was very, <laughs> well, I gave it an accent, because I thought it was, a, when he talked, he had, like, big words, something I don't know how to do, so. Nice. Yeah, I like a nice vocabulary. Yeah, a nice vocabulary. I like you can that. get yourself a Debu Cooper. Oh no, thanks. No, um, over eight hundred people were named as suspects, Ooh. which I thought was a wild amount. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Wild, okay. And all but twenty four suspects were eliminated, and I'll get into like the big suspects that they really felt good mm -hmm. about. Um, interesting enough, in 1980, a young boy found a rotting, I know, I spelled that wrong too, pack of these bills, pack of the bills, like actual with the serial number. Yeah. Um, and it totaled $5,800, which if you think about it, that's such a minor amount. But still, you find that in the woods. And I would have a really hard time bringing that in. <laughs> I'd be like, $5,000. See, I'd be like. The person would be like, oh, I found it. Yeah. And then I wouldn't even think to look up like, oh, did someone lose $6,000? Yeah. Like, is there, someone that, is there someone that jumped out of a plane with $200,000 and maybe <laughs> Somebody I made this, this back? <laughs> I would not, my head no. would not go there. I'd be like, drinks on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello. So this was at Tina Bar while making a, um, a campfire with his dad. So he's just trying to have a good old time. So maybe his dad knew about D.B. Cooper. How old was this kid? I don't, I don't know. I didn't find that. It just said young boy. Okay. So maybe okay. his dad was like, oh, my God. Those are like the 20. I'm like, I don't know. 1980. Um, so this was 10 years later? About nine, yeah. Yeah. So people believe that the money fell out when he jumped um, out of the plane and the money landed in... I'm going to try Washougal, 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 Washougal River, and it made its way downstream to Tina's bar. So, or Tina bar, the FBI did look around Tina bar and found absolutely nothing except that. What they were hoping to find him. I, don't, I mean, maybe his possible. body. I yeah. don't know. He could be dead. Um, well, I'm thinking if he's still there 10 years later, he's probably dead. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. Man, that was, well, I guess he's still have all the rest of the money. So a couple Not if you're dead. Well, I mean, if you're alive, I would be like, you lost some money, you'd be like, fuck. But really. You still got 190. You got a lot left, baby. Where which where did it go? <laughs> Anyways. So Mexico. a couple interesting things before I get into suspects. DB Cooper and DB Cooper, like the name, 
actually has nothing to do with the case. And the FBI is like, we don't really know where D.B. Cooper came, like D.B. and D.B. Cooper came from. They think it was a miscommunication between like his plane yeah. ticket and um, like the FBI communicating. So D.B. Cooper sounds a lot better than Dan Cooper, in my opinion. Why did they, do they know his name was Dan Cooper? I don't think his name was actually Dan Cooper. I think he went under an alias. Plus he paid yeah. with cash. How easy it to be. I could be like, I'm Princess Diana. And they'd be like, really? Okay. And I'd be like, here's 50 bucks. Let me go to Seattle. Or yeah, is that where I was going? Yeah. Portland? No, we were going from going Portland. We were going to Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing. So the thing about Cooper saying he wanted to go to Mexico City, he never specified the route the pilot had to take. So when he jumped out of the plane, how the F would he know where the heck he was going to land? Maybe he didn't give a rat's ass. Maybe I it's guess. just like, I got to get somewhere far away from where I am. We're approximately, what, four hours into the flight? <laughs> I'm just going to... Yeah. How I don't know how far Nevada... Well, Nevada's pretty far, so that's probably at least two hours. For a flight? Yeah, probably. Seattle to ne- Nevada? It's well, it's in between. It's in between that. Seattle, Seattle to Reno. I would say it's more than that. So he had to have been at, well, eight. He wanted the money. Uh, wait. Yeah, he jumped out of the plane around. It doesn't matter. He jumped out of the plane in between, but it was long enough. Also, how do you know you're not going to hit a flipping mountain? That Well, here's the thing. We'll wait, get into that, too. did he say 10,000 feet? 10,000 feet. There's mountains that are taller than that. Yeah, so I don't know. And you're I'm in a commercial airplane. Like, how is that not going to be suspicious if you're going through the mm. Rocky Mountains? Right, and you're gonna. If well, you're I'm sure the Nevada, pilot. You're gonna go through the the Rockies. Maybe the pilot was like, "Oh, he's not gonna know if it's ten thousand yeah, or twenty thousand. So I don't know. Well, That's don't know. a big difference. Maybe he would. I don't know. So basically, we'll get into the suspects here then. Okay, so I'm going to get into suspects, and you probably heard me awkwardly trying to click it stop because we can only record <laughs> in 30 <laughs> Anyways, um, but we did on the break look up uh, the inflation. So, oh, what did I do? It was $200,000 in 1971 is one million three hundred and eighteen thousand thousand yeah and then we also did call some old people my parents <laughs> they're really not that i old. didn't say they were <laughs> we did call some slightly old people and asked about candy prices because i felt like an idiot not knowing that and they did confirm you could get multiple candies for like 50 cents so i don't know i I mean, all I'm saying is you can still get... Are you calling my parents liars? I'm not calling them liars. I'm saying you can still find candy like that if you go somewhere like Woodman's. I think they were talking more like real candy, though. They said they said you don't have full-size candy. I heard them. I know you. they didn't have real candy bars, but like... Yeah, so still. everybody just heard that, right? <laughs> okay. Whatever. Anyways, we'll just... We broke even. Um, so I'm going to get into the suspects, okay? So I put them in order um, as to what I thought was the most logical. Wait, are you starting with most logical? I'm starting with least logical to me. Perfect. Okay. So the first one is going to be Dwayne Weber. Spelt very weird, by the way. Um, It's D-U-A-N-E Weber. Hmm. Um, So yeah. 
So get this. He claimed to be D.B. Cooper on his deathbed. So basically what he did was he pulled his wife close and said, I have a secret to tell you. Oh, F off, you moron. I'm D.B. Cooper. Frick off. And he died. <laughs> Where's my 200K? Well, sorry, 195K. Honestly, if I was the wife, I'd be like, um. Listen here. Then why were we living in a trailer park? <laughs> Listen here. Why did Nothing you that there's that? anything wrong with that. I've actually seen very nice trailers. That is say. true. Um, anyways, so his wife then was like, oh, well, starting to think back in my past. And honestly, he would talk in his sleep about leaving fingerprints on a plane. <laughs> and even said that his knee injury was from jumping out of a plane. Okay, this guy's wannabe. Yeah, this guy's crazy. Um, they also found Dwayne's handwriting in a book about D.B. Cooper in their local library. That's so, so weird. I don't. I, I know. It just only. It almost feels like he's obsessed with them. Yeah, he's a wannabe. Yeah, like he's like, I really want to be this guy, so I'm gonna pretend to be this guy. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. know if they actually heard you or you were oh. whispering really, really. I hard said hard. that he wants to be this guy, so he's gonna pretend to be this guy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Get this, though. This really freaked me out. He took his wife to Tina Bar, where the money was found. Shut up. Just for, like, fun. Wait, did they know Did they know the money was found at that point? I don't know. He must have. Uh, she didn't. Maybe he was a wannabe. He knew this guy. So, I don't know. I mean, if they did know, I didn't see a date on there. Um, but if he did know, he didn't tell his wife. Yeah. Or she knew and just was like, Wait, oh, it but was if just it fell out of his bag. He wouldn't know where it landed. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. So I think they probably knew. Um, Wanna be. This is my favorite. He claimed to have an old Northwest plane ticket for no reason. Who gives a rat's ass? Who is going to do like, who's like, oh, so that makes you D.B. Cooper. Does it match the date? What about the time? Yeah. Like that to me was just a load of crock. A so. load of crock. It's a crock of shit, hon. Oh. <laughs> a load of crocks. Crock pots. <laughs> Those are actually very useful, so I'm not even going to talk shit about them. So that's suspect number one. I'd actually put him last because there's nothing interesting about him, but he was one of the interesting ones. Oh. Okay. So next is going to be Kenneth Christensen. Okay. So basically his brother, Lyle Christensen, Saw an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, which I love that this was on Unsolved Mysteries just because I love that show. Um, and as he was watching the show, he was like, oh, my God, my brother's D.B. Cooper. <laughs> right. Oops. So he goes, I remember when he was on his deathbed and he said to me, there's something I need you to know. But I can't tell you. So oh, that makes oh. him D.B. Cooper. Helpful. Yep, that makes some D.B. Cooper. Um, but I will say, um, a couple people thought it was an inside job, and they thought this was um, a logical um, suspect because Kenneth was a flight preserver for Northwest Airlines, the same airline that Cooper hijacked and was also a paratrooper after World War II. Okay. So he would know how to use parachutes. He would know, I mean, how to do plane stuff. I don't know. I don't know what flight preservers do but preservers isn't that like a i thought yeah that's, that's like a life said. jacket i don't know that's what they said so that's what he did i don't know what they do hmm. um 
So when a picture was shown to one of the flight attendants of him, she did agree out of all the suspects that he was the closest, but she also said that she couldn't say yay. Like she couldn't say yay, that like, that is absolutely him. Um, and basically the FBI said it wasn't him because one, it didn't match the description, which I thought was weird. Because she ID'd him. Yes. And said, that's the closest out of all your guys. So. So the FBI's fudging something up. Yeah. And you'll Ooh. see that the FBI, the FBI says often, like, that's not the guy. I don't know. It's just weird. Fudging stuff up. But they also believed that D.B. Cooper was not a skilled parachuter. Well, yeah, because he died. Well, we don't know if he died. Probably died. So that's Kenneth. Um, there's not really much more. They ruled him out. And Kenneth, well, I mean, he was dead anyways. He was dead when his brother was like, it's my brother. I feel like that's a stupid thing to say. Wouldn't you just let that go to bed? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Like, I feel like why ruin your brother's reputation? Well, like, oh, sorry, I'm just gonna... He did say he had a secret that he couldn't tell. Who cared? He could have had an affair or he could have, you know, lost his... He could have <laughs> lost, lost his... his what? <laughs> no, he could have lost his, his brother's dog or he could have used his brother's toothbrush or something. <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell you because I know you're a germaphobe. It's like the Diary of a Wimpy Kid where he's like... I love that movie. He's like, oh, shit, what's the... What's Kid. the, the chunky what? kid's name? The redhead. Oh, I don't remember. But it's he's Greg so and cute. Greg Hefley and someone else. And he, Greg's like, I'm sorry, I have a secret. The the redhead kid's like, I have a secret to tell you. And then they're on the roller coaster <laughs> because you're gonna, <laughs> Where is this die. going? And then Greg goes, I used your toothbrush to clean dog poop off my shoe or something. <laughs> Ew, how do you not tell your friend that? Oh, they're boys. <laughs> not boy hating, but just boys. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is my most favorite suspect, and I think it's a lot of people's most favorite suspect, including some FBI agents. Well, because so, they fudged up the other guy. No, but this guy, That's hold why up. they fudged up the other guy. Hold up. So this is um, Richard Floyd McCoy, okay? Okay. So in April 1972, the FBI arrested Richard for hijacking a plane. Hmm. Yep. Co-winking. When looking into the details, it was found that the hijackings between D.B. Cooper and McCoy were very similar. Why would he pick a different name? I don't know. Why wouldn't you? You're not going to be like, I'm D.B. Cooper in the airport. Well, no shit, but once you're on the plane, you could be like... Superman, I'm, I'm D.B. Cooper. <laughs> like, at that point, you already know what you're doing. I guess. Well, do you? Instill the fear. Yeah. Well, okay, so here are some similarities, okay? One, McCoy parachuted out of the plane after hijacking it and requested four parachutes. Is he a D.B. Cooper wannabe? I don't know. He's a lookalike. Wait, what does he look like? I will get into it. Okay. Also, he jumped out of the rear of a Boeing 727, which was the same plane. So I guess we could look up the plane and see if it was small. But anyways, same plane as the one D.B. Cooper jumped out of. 
Bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. And people said that during the hijacking, he was very calm and even passed a note to the flight attendant saying something about a bomb. Hmm. My favorite part is he also ended the note by saying, no funny stuff. I thought you were going to say something along the lines of, you're pretty, jump with me. No, no, but that would be kind of cool. But you they think both, that'd be cool? Well, I, I wouldn't go myself. with them. I'd be like, wow, this psychopath wants me. I'm just kidding. I'd be shitting myself. Kidding. I'd Why be shitting my this guy want to talk Yeah, to I'd be me. like, leave me alone. Um, Please, but, no thanks. No, um, no funny stuff. They both said that. He's a wannabe. How would he have known that? This is after the fact. In 1972, it's been one year. So? I guess. I don't know. I think they it's They could have published, pub, published, published that information already. So get this. McCoy's family also identified an object left on the plane of the D.B. Cooper plane. They've never said what the object is, which is just great. <gasps> the clip on time. Ah, no, it's actually people think it's a Brigham um, Young University pin with his initials on it because that's where he went to school. It was his spring break. Also, I don't know if he was just like mid 40 going back to college or like this young kid. Um, he couldn't be D.B. Cooper if they said D.B. Cooper's in his 40s. I don't know, but. I actually remember I just saw a picture of him before this, and he actually kind of is mid-40s now. <laughs> Backtracking it up. Okay, you can't do this to me. Sorry. I was on to something. Sorry, sorry. He, I, Okay, so the <laughs> FBI ruled him out because they said he didn't match the description. They're effing this up for themselves. But I, I literally wrote, but yeah, it looks like him. <laughs> and guess what? This motherfucker was at his family's because it was the day before Thanksgiving uh, for the D.B. Cooper. He was at his family's Thanksgiving the next day. D.B. Cooper was? Yeah. So they're like, it can't be him if this. No, okay. Not D.B. Cooper, but McCoy was at his family's. So they were like, this can't be D.B. Cooper. He made it all the way to his family's Thanksgiving. I call bull honky. Um, Time out, time out. This guy was at the first Thanksgiving. Not the first. He was at the... He was at 1971 Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving after DB Cooper. Okay. So I'm Ooh, actually I gonna, don't like the way he yeah, looks. I'm actually gonna show you a side by side because mm, no my goose to the sketch. Yeah, the sketch is freaky, but do you not? I see the resemblance very much, very, very much. Holy god. Yeah, and they're just like yeah, you don't look like them, so I would highly even recommend. the hairline. Holy yeah, shit. I know. I don't like that sketch at all. I think that's going to give me nightmares. His chin's too skinny. I know, but it like kind of matches. It bulges out. His ears are... Anyways, if we don't really have any pages to post on, but hey, we can make an Instagram page tonight and post the sketch um, and that. So basically, yeah, looks exactly like him, in my opinion. Okay. Great. Now I'm going to have flipping nightmares. Well, get this. This guy obviously goes to jail. He hijacked a plane. So he he did get a 45-year prison sentence for hijacking the original like the Boeing whatever in 72. Yeah. Um, but this guy escaped prison and was killed in a gun shootout, like with the police. Whoa, badass. I'm sorry, this is DB Cooper. What are the guys that escaped Alcatraz? I don't know. 
something. We could do Alcatraz. We could do Alcatraz. Anyways, add it to the list. This is the guy. <laughs> this is my guy. It, I mean, it, this is convincing. That's I'm, out of all of them. Like you look at his picture and you're like, "That's put him. it away, put it away." It's, I, oh, really? That's how I feel about Richard Ramirez, the um, the Night Stalker. Yeah, I can't. Ooh, oh, I can't. Look I, at him. Ooh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. The Netflix commercial where he says, "Swear to Satan," I can't. wait until you see the picture. That have stop, you watched stop. that yet? No, I, I don't want to. I can't. Don't watch it at night. It's scary. I can't do it. Okay, so the last thing I have is going to be actually not a suspect really at all. It's actually a theory. So there's a Larry Carr. He's an FBI agent. And he theorized that D.B. Cooper didn't survive. So I knew, Hannah, you'd probably like this one. (laughs) So he said, there's no way he survived. And this is the reasons he believes. Um, He said that... Only one parachute out of the two he took, because they obviously had the remaining two, because they gave him four. So he picked only two of them. Why? was What was the point of getting four? I don't know. Maybe he was like, oh, I can pick the better one. Who knows? But only one of the parachutes that he grabbed was, like, good to go. It was a good one. And the other one he took was a training parachute, and it was, like, sewn shut, so it wouldn't even open. So they gave him a faulty parachute on purpose? I would think, I don't, or, or they're just like, we don't have any pair. I don't know that. I don't know. But, um, I mean, not only that, but the other parachute that opened was a military parachute and it's not steerable. So okay, he either you think that thing would be more steerable than like a civilian parachute. I would agree with that. <laughs> Cause you think they're like, be listen, boys and girls too. more of a necessity. You're, we're going to give you this parachute and, uh. You hope Good it luck. Lands, you hope it lands in the right place. <laughs> yep. God, like ugh. I feel like the 70s were weird. I 70s. think that's I can someone tell me if that's how that still works? <laughs> I don't think it is. There's no way. That's just setting them up for failure. Yeah, someone in the military, I can just text my cousin. Tell me if that's legit, please, because <laughs> I feel like it's not. Yeah, I could always ask my boyfriend, too. He'd probably know, although, who knows? You ask your cousin, I'll ask my boyfriend, we'll see what happens. We'll update. We'll update, yeah. Maybe not. Okay, so <laughs> the FBI agent also stated there's no way this guy's an experienced parachuter because he jumped in the dark of night. It was raining. There was 200-mile blah, blah, 200-mile per hour wind coming at him and jumping, like going at the, you know, like in your face. And he was wearing loafers and a trench coat. A trench coat? I thought you said he was wearing a suit. Well, this guy said a trench coat. Someone's <laughs> fucking lying. Someone didn't know what he was wearing. So not only that, I mean, right there, he said, there's no visibility. And not only that, he jumped in a wooded area. That is all wooded area where he could have jumped. The only problem, they've never found a body, and they've never found a parachute. Yeah, but if you're thinking, if you're talking wooded area in the mountains, think of how many people are killed out there and just. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So I mean, they probably have somewhat of an idea since they know the money was found in Tina's, um, wherever. Bar. Yeah, Tina's bar, Tina bar, and Martini bar. Um, but anyways, oh, wow. um. <laughs> But, like, they've never found anything. So, they really do not know who D.B. Cooper is. Um, but I really feel like it's McCoy. 
If he was in his 40s then, he's probably dead now for sure. Maybe. Because that is 70... 50 years ago. Yeah. So, well, so, no. Well, he could be 90. He could be. Do you really live long if you fell to the face of the earth? Well, I think he's McCoy, so he's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think it's him. Shoot out. Shoot out. I mean, that's the way to go if you're D.B. Cooper, my oh, opinion. Oh, I don't think that's the way to go, but... I mean, you live... It's your... better than some other options, but... And also, what did he do with $200,000? Like, if it was McCoy, what did you do with $200,000 in a year that you needed to re-rob a plane? It's... I don't know. Maybe he was money hungry. It's like these jackasses that think they can get away with robbing all these banks. And then they're like, you know what? I got away one time. Let's do it again. Yeah, because I think you get a high from it. Yeah, I don't... I'm sure. I'm talking like I've robbed a bank. I haven't. Hannah. But... <laughs> I feel like you get a high from it, like adrenaline. And then yeah. nothing compares because there's nothing as high stakes as something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Overall, they haven't found him. Nobody knows. And I, quite frankly, don't know if they'll ever know. He's also, on the FBI's most wanted list. How in the hell? I. How in the hell would you know if you were in a plane that there were 200 mile an hour winds? Like, I feel like... That's why they don't think he's experienced. No, no, no. I'm saying you're in a plane. You're already going fast. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you know there's extra wind? Well, the FBI would know, like, the wind with the plane. No, 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 no. I know that. I'm saying him jumping. Yeah, he didn't know that. That's why they think he's not experienced. Yeah. I was going to say that was going to go for the other argument. No, no. They're saying he didn't know that. Gotcha. That That he's an idiot for jumping out of the plane. Yes, but also, if you just got away with that much money, I feel like you'd be an idiot to just sit on the plane and wait for him to drop you off. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's going to go over well. It was kind of a good plan. Honestly, it was kind of a good plan. I would have just hey. maybe jumped out somewhere else. And not in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Not in the dark. Yeah. Maybe not use the sewn-up parachute. Well, he didn't know. Because you're busting that thing falling down. Either way... FBI's most wanted list, D.B. Cooper. Do some research of yourself if you feel I didn't give you enough. I feel like you did a good job. Thanks, buddy. Um, Next week, I don't know, it's a Hannah Banana pick, and so we'll see where that goes, but we'll make an Instagram tonight. So follow us. It'll be, I'm guessing, Spill Spill the Milk milk podcast or something. We'll put it in our notes so that you can follow it. Um, Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but... I'll decide. I'll Either let way. you know next week. Either way. Thanks, milkers. I don't know if I can. I can say it. I like it. <laughs> I love I, it. I was talking to Nate at work the other day, and I was like, wait, so if they're the milkers, does that make us, like, the teeth? You said that on our, like, three episodes ago. <laughs> I said it again to mm. Nate, and he was like, oh, I don't like that. Don't think about it that way, you guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're the farmers. No, you don't. There are milkers. They milk us. You. <laughs> On that note, we're ending Goodbye. this episode. Bye.